0: My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. Okay, Holy Spirit-inspired prayers. Now... When I talk about these prayers, I also want to encourage you that some of these prayers are prayers you can pray for yourself. Now, the subject matter of the vein of which we're going is the prayer of intercession. And these particular prayers are prayers that you pray for specifically a believer, okay? Not necessarily an unbeliever, and you'll see it as we read the prayers. But you can also pray these prayers For yourself. And I would encourage you to memorize these prayers. Put these prayers in your heart so that you don't always have to read them. And when you put them in your heart, when you're in that rhythm and that flow of prayer, Uh, you will see that those scriptures will automatically begin to come up out of your heart and out of your mouth. You see, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when you put Bible scriptures in your heart, it's going to come up out of your mouth, and you're going to find yourself praying these scriptural prayers, these Holy Spirit-inspired prayers. It is very exciting. Being a man and a woman of prayer is an exciting life, okay? Okay oh okay so prayers for the christian believer now these like we said are prayers that you could pray for yourself. But let's let's focus in on somebody that you know that is needs more revelation in their life, more of God in their life. They have Jesus, but they haven't grown. So how would you pray for that person? Okay? Here's a prayer out of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. I'm going to go ahead and read the whole thing. Now remember, there's a lot of people that have never heard this teaching. It says here in verse 15, Therefore, I also, since the day I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for all the saints. Notice they were believers. They loved Jesus. Okay, what did the Apostle Paul say? He said, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. So he didn't stop praying for them. He probably prayed for them to be born again, but that doesn't mean that he stopped praying for them. Oftentimes, we see people getting born again like we talked about last week, and we pray for them, but we stop praying for them. My friends, we should pray for them even more because Satan would desire to have them that he may sift them as wheat and keep them but from growing. So it's very important that we continue steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in our prayers and continue to pray for these individuals that their faith fail not. That they continue to grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So the Apostle Paul says, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. What did he pray? And this is a Holy Spirit inspired prayer. He said, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. In what? In the knowledge of him. Listen, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you would know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. He said, first of all, I pray for you. And this is a prayer you could pray for a believer who needs more revelation of God in Jesus. You pray that they would have a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, in the knowledge of Jesus, that they'd grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, that they would look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of their faith. You pray that they would increase in wisdom and revelation. Notice here it says in verse 18, and that the eyes of your un- their understanding would be enlightened. Now you could put this person's name in there, okay? You want to just put their person's name. I pray that Julie would have the spirit of Wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Him, that the eyes of Julie's understanding would be enlightened. You could put a person's name in this Holy Spirit-inspired prayer. It says here that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened. That word um uh understanding is the word hearts, that the eyes of their hearts would be enlightened. Now, I'm gonna go ahead and say it again. I know I've said it before, I'm gonna say it again. You are a spirit, 1 Thessalonians 5.23. And people are spirits. They have a soul and they live in a body. The part that we want to have enlightened are not these eyes. It's the eyes of their spirit. You see, your spirit and their spirit has eyes. And so what we want to see happen is... We want to see the eyes of their spirit, the eyes of their understanding opened and enlightened. And when the eyes of someone's heart is opened and enlightened, it means that God is imparting revelation to them. What is revelation? I wrote down a definition. The Holy Spirit said to me, revelation is where your spiritual eyes are opened and you see or the person sees and you walk in the light of what was revealed to you so when you pray this prayer for a believer that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened it will cause their eyes to see their ears to hear they will have revelation they'll see it and they'll walk in the light of it. That's revelation. And you and I both see it all the time. We see believers, they, you know, yeah, I know, I just heard the Holy Ghost say to me, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. We see believers all the time, you know, they're not walking in the truth. They're not walking with their eyes open. They need their eyes anointed with eye cell, They need those blinders to come off. But when you pray this prayer for them, that their eyes would be open, Prayer opens up the door for God to work. It causes the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit has a a ministry on the earth. He has a ministry to convict, convince the unbeliever of their need for Jesus. But he also has a ministry to the believer. His ministry is to teach, to guide, to reveal, and so on and so forth. So when you pray this prayer for the believer, for that person that's born again, but is not walking in the light of the truth of God's word. When you pray this, the truth, they will receive revelation. They'll see it and the truth will set them free. Glory to God. I tell you, the anointing is just all over this word tonight. I don't know who's watching. What I do know is this, whatever whatever it is, God is up to something. God is up to something and he has anointed this word for such a time as this. And what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance? And I pray that Julie would understand what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. This is a Holy Spirit inspired prayer. Now, like we said, you could also pray this prayer for yourself. I pray for this, this prayer for myself multiple times a day. Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Now, that's not intercession. That's praying for myself. I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would open up the eyes of my understanding. Give me a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. And as I've prayed this prayer consistently and continually going before the throne of God and prayed this prayer, I've been having my eyes open to many nuggets of revelation specifically concerning prayer. So this is a good prayer that you could pray. Here's another. prayer that we could pray oh wait a second let me go to Luke 24 44 and 45 it says here after the ascension he, speaking of Jesus appeared to the disciples and he spoke to them things concerning himself he was walking with them he was speaking to them of things concerning themselves and the scripture says then he opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures so here we see it again Jesus can open up the person's understanding so that they can see and understand the scriptures. I had it happen when I first got born again. I got born again. My eyes were open. I saw that I needed Jesus. And then I I decided to read uh, the book of Romans. And I started reading the book of Romans. And where before the book of Romans was like the dead letter, it just became alive to me. And I understood what he was saying in that particular book book. That's Revelation. Now, another scripture you could pray if for a believer, and this is specifically for a believer. I would pray this for a believer that you know that needs confidence in God, needs to understand who they are in Christ, needs to understand the heart of the Father and His love for them. You could pray this prayer for a person who has insecurities and fears and so on and so forth. Here's a good, here's a good one. For this reason, I'll put somebody's name. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice in this case, he was bowing his knees. You can pray all in all different kinds of posture. You could bow. You could walk and pray. You could kneel and pray. You could raise your hands and pray. It's not about the posture on the outside. It's the posture of the heart. But in this case, the Apostle Paul said, For this reason I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, From whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. That he would grant Bradley. That I'm putting a name in there, just a random name. That he would grant Bradley. Are you listening? That he would grant Bradley. According to the riches of his glory. To what? This is what Bradley needs, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Again, you are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. We pray that Bradley's inner man would be strengthened, that something on the inside of him would be strengthened. He'd be strengthened with might. Now, you've all had it happen where you got through something, and you don't even know how you got through. Something on the inside was, was, was stronger than all the circumstances that were on the outside. I call that, and my friend Teresa loves this, I call that the grit factor in the spirit. The grit factor in the spirit. Just something on the inside of you. You just have that grit factor. You're unstoppable. You're unmovable. You're strengthened. It's causing you to get through something that, in other words, would possibly have taken you out. thats You can pray this prayer for somebody that you know needs to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. That Christ would dwell in their hearts through faith. Now, here's that scripture. Another verse that I love. That Bradley being rooted and grounded in love that he would be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and that Bradley would know that he knows that he knows that he knows by revelation the love of Christ which passes knowledge that Bradley would be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, Just for effect, I'm going to read verse 20. Now, to him who was able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ask, hope, dream, or desire, uh, according to the power that works in in us, to him be glory in the church forever and ever by Christ Jesus. But if you know somebody, like I said, that struggles with fears and insecurities and has confidence issues, pray that they would have a revelation of the love of God. Pray that they would come to know and understand the revelation of the love of God. I have a young person in my sphere of influence that I have known since this person was a very small child. And I could see that this person had confidence issues and this person was had insecurity and this person lacked um the ability to uh socialize in a healthy manner and and so i began to by the spirit he actually enlightened me to do this i began to pray this particular prayer over this particular individual and i'll tell you what i prayed this prayer for this individual year after year after year after year after year, after year and i didn't see any visible results and like we've said luke 18 1 jesus said men ought to always Please pray and not faint. Remember we said that? Remember we said sometimes they get worse before they get better? And I would see this individual and I would see that it didn't look like there was any change. But I kept praying. Having done all to stand, I'm going to stand there for. I know who I am in Christ Jesus. I know I'm the head and not the tail. I know I'm above only and not beneath. I know who I am. I know his love and I know, know what the Bible has to say. And so I'm stronger than this person. I understand more than this person i'm the strong one i understand that the bible says that we should we should bear the infirmities of the weak and help and help people so and sometimes talking to them isn't going to help sometimes you talk to people and it'll turn them off you know the same sun that hardens clay melts ice. sometimes it's smart to just keep your mouth shut and go into the prayer closet and pray secret prayers for people so I just kept praying for this person year after year after year and then one day suddenly this person was in their apartment and I'm telling you suddenly this person called me and told me that they have a divine encounter with the love of God the love of god they had an encounter with the love of god they felt the love of god for them and they even felt more of a love for themselves and as a result i've seen this person grow in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ i've seen this person like lay aside fears some of the weirdest like Unusual fears. I've seen this person lay those fears down. I've seen this person go from an insecure person to a person who's so confident and and resilient and, and confrontational when the person needs to be so This is a great prayer to prayer for somebody that you know is like that Pray that they would have a revelation of the love of God and the revelation of the love of God is so big the Bible says it's this it's the height the depth the breath The length, the greatest revelation, my friends, we can have is the revelation of the love of God. The Bible says in 1 John 4, I believe 17, there is no fear in love. You know, fear has torment. You know, but perfect love casts out or drives out fear. So when you begin to pray for a person that they have a revelation of the love of God, it'll drive out the fear. Guaranteed. This prayer works now if you suffer from fears and insecurities and anxieties or eating disorders or you are you don't like yourself you're cutting yourself or there's something going on in your life that is unhealthy uh, soulish things pray pray listen my friend there is no temptation taking you but such as is common to man But God said, I'm faithful. I love you with an everlasting love. No good thing will I withhold from you. God is faithful who will, with the temptation, provide a way of escape. If you have these things going on in your life, pray. Pray that you would have a revelation of the love of God. And as you pray this prayer, he will begin to saturate you with his love. And this revelation will drive out those fears but this is one of those prayers that you can pray that you can see results even for yourself so I just want to encourage you to pray this prayer I pray this prayer for myself as well because even in my my 40s late 40s I had some things in my life because I had some trauma in my life and then I, it, it caused me to have some uh, walls up, not only with people but with God. So one day, the Spirit of God just spoke something to my heart. And 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 I was looking in the mirror, and I was I was you know getting dressed or whatever. And I heard I heard the scripture that said to me. The Spirit said to me, "You are accepted in the beloved." And I was like, "Wow, that's right. I'm accepted in the beloved." It was a revelation. But that came as a result of praying that God would give me a revelation of his heart toward me. That he loves me. Okay. Sometimes it's really easy to love other people. But it's a lot harder at times to love ourselves. Perfect love casts out fear. Remember my friends, God loved you while you were yet a sinner. Christ died for you. So if you're a believer and you're struggling with some things in your life, God, God doesn't love you any less. He just wants you to come to him. He wants you to run to him. Don't run away from him when you have issues in your life. He's the very one you need to be running to, running towards, because he will cause you to be set free from those things. See, the devil wants you, the devil, his primary assignment is to kill, steal, and destroy, right? He doesn't want you to progress in your walk with God. But God said, the Bible says, if God be for you, who can be against you? Listen, this is for somebody nothing can separate you from the love of god that is in christ jesus nothing tribulation peril stress sword whatever you know whatever you did yesterday whatever that addiction is whatever the case may be whatever you did nothing will ever separate you from the love of god which is in christ jesus our lord perfect love casts out fear get rid of that fear when the devil comes to you and reminds you of all those things that you did you just remind him of who you are in christ you remind him that Jesus said he'll never leave me, he'll never forsake me, he's with me always, and he loves me with an everlasting love. And even while I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me, and he loved me. So I just want to encourage you to read this particular scripture for yourself. Okay, let's go on. Here's another Holy Spirit-inspired prayer. It looks like we're going to get through this teaching, so I'm really happy about that. Colossians chapter 4, verse 12, of us. Who is one of you, a bondservant of Christ, greets you. You ready? Always laboring fervently for you in prayer that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. In all the will of God. This is a prayer that you can pray for someone who is floundering who doesn't know where there's what they're supposed to do or what direction to take you can pray this prayer for a believer that they would stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. that they, You could even add more scripture. That they won't turn from the will of God to the right. That they won't turn from the will of God to the left. That God would order their steps. You could pray that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. You could pray, Heavenly Father, you said in your word that sister so and so, let's say um, let's say Julie again. We could say that Julie has your spirit in her. And you said in your word that, that, that those that are the sons and daughters of God are led by your spirit. Spirit, I pray that you would lead, guide, and direct Julie. That she would stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Now, I want you to notice that he said, you know, and, and I can't get into it. People say that you shouldn't, you know, pray long prayers. Well listen, I pray long prayers, and I don't have a problem with praying long prayers. There's times you got to pray long prayers, sometimes you pray quick prayers. You just got to pray till you've broken through when it comes to intercession. Are you listening? So it says, always laboring fervently for you, where? In prayers. Where was he laboring fervently? In prayer. I said, where was he laboring fervently? He was laboring fervently in prayer. There's times when you labor fervently in prayer. And let me give you an example. My daughter has a friend who needed a lung transplant. And for two years, we have been believing God for her to have a new lung, to have new lungs. I don't care how she gets the new lungs. I just said, Lord, we need a miracle here. And I would even be in some of my public meetings, and I would have the people in the congregation, let's pray for this young lady. She needs new lungs. And I said, we need the working of miracles and the gifts of healings and the gift of faith and operation. God could give her new lungs just like he gave people new lungs and new hearts and new limbs in the days of Catherine Coleman when people were terminally ill and people were just by the working of miracles would receive miraculous healings so why we would pray for this young lady and uh, now she she got a call and she was she had a, a donor and so she was heading to surgery to receive her new lungs now in this case it was through the hands of doctors so yesterday my team and I she had just come out of surgery and my team and I we does, we said we're gonna pray for this young girl that her body doesn't reject the lungs, that she continues to to receive the lungs, that everything continues to go well. When I tell you, and my team will, will bear witness, when I tell you we were in my family where we were praying for this young lady, like this, something popped in us. We prayed, we labored fervently for her in prayer. We prayed, we had what I call a surge of tongues for this young lady. It was a surge, it was a fervency, it was a a flow, it was a rhythm, it was, and then we had the breakthrough. That's laboring fervently in prayer. Now, in this case, it was in tongues, but we got the release. And my daughter sent text messages that it's just been incredible, the recovery that this young lady has been having, that they're just so surprised and so happy. She came off the ventilator. She was breathing on her own. She's able to eat. So they're just really, really happy with the progression of her healing. And I call it a miracle. Now, this word laboring in this scripture is P-A-N-O-S. Now, remember, he said, I'm laboring fervently for you where? In prayer. Okay? It means to fight, to struggle. Often, an athletic contest labors, Toil, distress, suffering, pain. Sometimes when you're in the prayer of intercession, we haven't really gotten into much of this yet, you will feel a labor. You will feel a toil. You will feel at times like your heart is going to break for that person. You can't put it into words, but it's something in here, something of the Spirit, okay? So he was laboring in prayers that they would stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Colossians 4, 1 through 9 through 11. It says here in this scripture, for this reason, we also, since the day we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you. He never stopped praying. What was he praying? And ask that you would be filled with the knowledge of his will. That you, a believer, you're praying for a believer. Now, you can also pray this prayer for yourself. That you would be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That, that Bradley would walk worthy of the Lord. Fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Now, here's this scripture again, same kind of thing. Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power. Now, you could pray this for a believer, and you could pray this prayer, prayer scripture, Holy Spirit inspired prayer, for yourself. Okay? Galatians four nineteen. The Apostle Paul said, He said, My little children, he said, For whom? I travail in birth again until Christ is formed in you when a person is born again and receives Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior they have Christ in them but they're not yet mature so what Paul was saying here is he's saying I prayed for you once to be born again and now I'm praying for you again until Christ is be formed in you so that you grow up into him in all things so that you grow up and you mature in christ and that's what we're doing when we're praying for believers who are born again but they're not fully walking in the truth or you can pray this for any believer because like we said earlier we go from glory to glory to glory now hebrews 12 1 and 2 it says in the scripture Um, wherefore seeing we're encompassed about with a great cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us there are many Christians many believers people that you may know they're running their spiritual race because if you're a Christian you are in a spiritual race and they're running their spiritual race but they have weights and sins, and things that easily beset them, and it's causing their spiritual race to slow down, and maybe they even fall. You then, me, you and I, that that are strong, we can bear up with the idea of completely removing some of those weights off of them through the prayer of intercession. Are you listening? Do you know that Kenneth E. Hagan said one time, and not one time, I heard him say it, many times. He said, some people will never be born again unless somebody prays for them. He also said some people will never be delivered and set free unless somebody prays for them. Why? Because they're running the race. They have these weights. They have these sins. They have this scruple of conscience, Romans 15, 1. And and they can't see because of the blinders. But as we begin to pray because of the force of faith and the force of love, we come in and we start pulling those things off of them in the realm of the Spirit okay so that's what our prayers do and our prayers avail much romans 15:1. we then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak. that word bear i'm going to quote i'm going to tell you exactly what the greek says it means to lift up to bear up with the idea of completely removing i love kenneth e hagan as well that word infirmity is a scruple of conscience not a physical thing but something wrong in their belief Galatians 6 2 bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ when you hurt I should hurt when things are going wrong in in the body of Christ we shouldn't talk about them and gossip about them we should be praying for them amen okay last scripture and we are done and we got through this teaching and so therefore next week we're going to start talking about the I don't know if I'm going to start with the baptism of the Holy Spirit or if I'm just going to jump in and start talking about tongues the perfect language perfect prayer language lastly Luke 22 verse 31 and the Lord said Simon Simon indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat right Simon was one of his disciples you remember the story but what did Jesus say in verse 32 but I've prayed for you Jesus was a man of prayer Jesus prayed and things happened He prayed. He foresaw that Peter was going to have a problem, a big problem. There are some things that I know by the Spirit, and I know that my prayers, and as I've prayed, it has at times aborted things on the behalf of others, and other times I was just forewarned so that I would be ready to pray for that person when the time came. Okay? In this case, you know, Jesus said, I have prayed for you. That your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Jesus already saw that Simon Peter was going to fail him. Jesus, he prayed that his faith wouldn't fail. He prayed that Simon would be strengthened. He prayed that, I, I mean, it doesn't say it in scripture, but I'll just say it like this. He prayed that Simon would continue to run the race that's set before him. He prayed. He probably had to pray that Simon would be strengthened because, you know, Peter had to forgive himself. You know, Judas went off and hung himself. But Peter, it takes a lot of strength to get up and move on when you've done something really, really terrible. You have to forgive yourself. You know, a righteous man falls down lots of times, but but you can get back up, okay? You can get back up. Get back up. You just keep running the race. If God be for you, who could be against you? Okay, before we close, I want to pray for you. So, Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for all those that are listening to this live and all those that are going to listen to this after this has been posted, whether it is on my wall or whether it is on the YouTube channel. I release the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. I pray, Father, the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened father i pray that you would draw them into the depths of your heart that they would come to know you know the depths of your heart that they would understand the wonders of your person lord jesus more clearly i pray god that you would give my listeners dreams and visions in the night when sleep comes upon them i pray holy spirit that you would apprehend them That you would have your way with them that they would have an encounter with your love just like you did for that young person father an encounter with the love of god and the grace of god i speak blessings over every person under the sound of my voice in the name of jesus and i thank you father that you hear me always when i pray and i thank you for my listeners father that you hear all of their prayers when they pray. And not only that, Lord, I pray that you would bring all things back to their remembrance. Every word, every teaching, anything that's ever been taught them on the subject of prayer, bring it to their remembrance. And I pray that they would be doers of this word and not hearers only. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.